The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, Payne and Dr. Godwin. This is Margaret calling from St. Louis, Missouri. I love your podcast and have been following along with the recent developments. A question I had after listening to the most recent episode on who is Ryan Duke is whether or not you think he could have been hired by someone. I don't want to say as a hitman, but possibly it was an inside job and he was the one, you know, his friend said he wasn't super resourceful, so maybe he was impressionable and easily convinced to do things. And maybe somebody hired him or threatened him with some, you know, other information if he didn't complete this crime. Anyway, keep up the good work, and I will look forward to hearing um, from you guys soon. Bye. Personally, I don't think Ryan Duke was hired by someone to kill Tara. As of right now, we don't really know what Ryan Duke's motive was, but the GBI has also charged him with burglary. So one plausible theory here is that it could have been a robbery gone wrong. That doesn't really sit very well with me. and It's not a very satisfying answer or motive, but it's definitely still a possibility. This is something that we're still investigating right now, but we'll update you guys if we get anything new on that in terms of Ryan Duke's motive. Hi, this is a listener from Nashville, Tennessee. Now that somebody has been charged possibly for this murder, or at least has been arrested, I can't help but wonder if possibly this fella um, and the person that was George Harrison could be connected. Is there any possibility that that might be the case, or is this just coincidence? I can't shake the feeling that maybe this person that was George Harrison knew something and was so adamant about pain solving this case that maybe he knows something about Ryan Duke. Just a thought. Keep it up. I do not think that George Harrison has any connection to Ryan Duke whatsoever. As far as George Harrison's messages to me on Facebook saying Payne Lindsay will solve this case, I really think that that was just a coincidence. I don't think that he had any sort of insight into that or any sort of effect the podcast may have had. Maurice and I did an extensive investigation into George Harrison's real identity. We found a man named Jose, and this guy was, in fact, not a former student of Tara's and has no real connection to the case or to Tara or Ryan Duke, who was just charged with her murder. Hi, my name is Alma, and I'm calling from South Carolina. Um, I've been binge listening to this podcast for the last week and a half now, and I love it. My question or my comment is 
Is Ryan Dukes related to the guy who killed himself because he said that a group of people killed Tara on a dirt road? They seem to be about the same age, and at the time, you thought the, that his story wasn't very credible because of his mental problems. Do you think that could be related and that he was actually telling the truth the whole time? I just love this podcast. Thanks. Bye. Back in episode six, we learned about a kid who committed suicide years ago and left a note saying that he couldn't live with himself any longer knowing what happened to Tara. Then he proceeded to list 12 different names in association with this. Since the arrest of Ryan Duke last week, we have interviewed countless people who knew Ryan, and we've also talked about the possible connection to the suicide note. Now, from what I can tell you right now, we haven't found anything 100% definitive on this yet, but I can also say that there is still a possibility that these things are related. We will be sharing a few interviews with you and a few different testimonies from different people about the suicide note and its possible connection with Ryan Duke very soon. I have a question. Um, In the last podcast, you were talking to one of Ryan's high school friends and he dropped a name and you immediately sounded like you were pretty familiar with that guy. Was he on your radar before at all or has he since become on your radar after Ryan confessed? And is he currently being investigated or do you know anything about that? Thank you so much and keep up the good work. Love the podcast. That's a really good question. So the name that we beeped out when we were talking to one of Ryan Duke's high school friends was familiar to me because we've been looking into this person ever since the news broke of Ryan Duke's arrest on Thursday. The moment I heard Ryan Duke's name, I also heard this other person's name. So they've been associated together in this thing since the beginning, since the news broke, from my sources. This particular friend circle has come up on our radar in the past, but both of these individuals' names, including Ryan Duke, were never brought up specifically. As far as what the GBI is doing in regards to this other person, I can't really comment on that right now, and I don't know for sure, but I do know that it will come to light pretty soon on both the podcast and the media in general. We have two dogs in our home. Aria is a two-year-old puppy who definitely needs help with her portions. And Nala is a 10-year-old dog who is living a great life. And we want to keep feeding her well so she can hang in there with us for a lot longer. The farmer's dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with them. The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. It's the best option for dogs at all life stages. It doesn't matter if your dog is young or old. It's always the right time to begin investing in their health, helping you live more healthy, happy, and full years together. You can get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash vanished. Let the farmer's dog know we sent you. Use our code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Rick P. from Colorado. You know, let's listen to the uh, Ryan Duke episode and... They mentioned Ryan Duke. You know, the GBI never had him on their radar. But then the guy you were talking to at the end of the episode said that he had heard that story. He'd heard that story at the uh, Pecan Orchard. He'd heard about, you know, this guy had killed Tara and dumped her body. And he'd heard that from someone else. Like, that was basically a rumor around the town. But GBI said they'd never heard about it. My question is, you know, since the GBI was investigating basically every lead they got, how did this lead never get to them? I mean, did this ever get to Maurice? Yeah, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you, Payne. This is an awesome show. The GBI said in their press conference last Thursday, and also a few more times since then, that Ryan Duke was never on their radar. I have since heard some conflicting stories about that. One, obviously, being the conversation you heard at the end of the last episode, where a man claimed to have heard about this same story 10 years ago. I don't want to comment on this too soon without completely vetting all the different stories and sources we have. But what I can say is that from what's been told to me by more than one person is that this pecan orchard story that involves Ryan Duke was in fact mentioned 10 years ago. Whether or not the GBI was aware of that, I'm not entirely sure yet. But what I will say is that if they were, it would be a really big shame. I will be talking a lot more about this in the coming episodes. Hi, Jane. Um, I have a question about the location of where the GBI is currently searching for Kara's body and her remains. Rumor has it that Ryan Duke is not speaking about anything and that he's not being very cooperative. Again, rumor has it. So what led the GBI to this specific spot in this 200-acre pecan orchard? Did he actually lead them to that place? I would love to know more about how that specific location in that large of a pecan orchard was identified by the GBI. Right now, the GBI is currently searching for Tara Grinstead's remains at Hudson Pecan Orchard in Fitzgerald. I don't know for sure how the GBI was led to this specific location, but from everything I've gathered in my own investigation so far... I believe that they were led here to this specific spot by the tipster or from subsequent interviews they conducted after the tipster came forward. Hi, Payne. This is Jessica from Athens, Georgia. Um, I actually have two questions. First, um, will any of the episodes that you had already made prior to the recent break in the case still be released at some point? Um, So that's question one. Question two is if multiple people heard Ryan Duke talking about killing Tara and burning her body in a pecan orchard in 10 years ago, why didn't anyone ever investigate that? And why did no one ever go to the police or why didn't the police ever um, investigate him back then? Um, so two different questions. Really love the show. Really want to hear more and your thoughts. Um, thanks so much. Bye. Thanks for calling. That's a good question. Obviously, I had a completely different episode prepared for episode 13 prior to the GBI's announcement of charging Ryan Duke with Tara Grinstead's murder. But this doesn't mean that any of the information I had already doesn't link to Ryan Duke somehow. 
so a lot of it I will still be discussing in future episodes, as well as any other connections this may have to our previous findings in the podcast. As far as why no one told the police about this pecan orchard story 10 years ago, I really don't know. I also don't know for sure that the GBI was or was not told about this. Again, this is something that we're avidly investigating right now, and we'll be sharing with you anything new we find in the next few weeks. Hey, Payne. My name is Angie. I live in Coffee County, neighboring county next to Osceola, where Tara is actually from. Quick question. Do we know if Ryan Duke has visitation privileges while he is being detained? Has anyone tried to reach out and speak to him for a statement? Um, I'm just interested to see if he has given a statement himself or is he willing to speak to the press or anybody for a one-on-one interview. As far as reaching out to Ryan Duke for an interview or statement in regards to this case, I've spoke to a few different people about how to get a hold of him and what he's technically allowed or not allowed to do right now. I was told the easiest way for me to reach him would be to send him a letter with my phone number on it and ask him to call me. Hi, this is Annie Vaughn, and I live in Forsyth, Georgia, and I've really enjoyed your podcast. I got interested in it um, when I saw a link about about it through the Tara Grinstead case, and um, I was just wondering, I saw a press release earlier um, that the GBI were searching the pecan orchard, and he said that um, they were interviewing people, other people that were involved. And I was wondering if you had any leads on the other people that might be involved in that investigation. And I wish you luck with all your other stuff that you're doing right now. I know you're probably really busy, but um, if you have time to answer that question, I'd appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. Yes. Right now, the GBI is conducting a search for Tara Grinstead's remains at Hudson Pecan Orchard in Fitzgerald, Georgia. As far as the other interviews they're conducting, I don't know for sure who they are. But from my sources, I have found that they have been talking to the tipster, his or her friends and acquaintances, as well as possibly another party who was involved in helping to conceal Tara Grinstead's death. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus 15% off your first order with code ODYSSEY. So head to bollandbranch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Backed by research, kids using IXL are scoring higher on tests. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. Rather than looking at multiple programs to help your child in different subjects, one subscription gets you everything with IXL Learning, and all the kids in your home work off one site from pre-K to 12th grade. If your child is struggling, this is the smartest investment you can make. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com IXLAV. Visit IXL.com IXLAV to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. 
device. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey there, my name is Merwin and I'm calling you currently from Rochester, New York. I'm loving the podcast and the story and my heart just breaks for Tara and her family, but I'm so glad it seems to be wrapping itself up. Here's my question. A few times uh, you keep playing the same audio clips where someone is mentioning the details of the pecan orchard. And in one, it sounds like they said they, that's where he burned her body. Another one says that's where he dumped her body. Can you just, without maybe you know giving away too much, if you can, clarify the discrepancies? Because obviously one is quite different than the other. Thanks so much and keep up the wonderful work. Cannot wait to listen to the next podcast. Just to clarify, we are all still investigating this, so I don't want to speak too soon. But to answer that, I will just say that a body can be dumped somewhere and then burned later. Hi, Payne. This is Bridget Brennan from Orlando, Florida. Congratulations on helping crack the Tara Grinstead case. Quick question for you. What's the deal with Jose? Is he the reason that the GBI were able to crack the case? Did he give some information that may have helped? Um, any updates on him would be greatly appreciated. Thanks so much. Keep on going. Bye. Jose, or by his alias on Facebook, George Harrison, didn't do anything except troll Maurice and I on Facebook and is in no way related to Ryan Duke or any of the recent developments in this case. Hi, Payne. This is Mary Haradia. I'm out of Loganville, Georgia. And I just feel like this whole Ryan Duke arrest is very convenient. It just seems a little bit suspicious to me. I feel like there's more to this story. Just something seems off about it. And I was just wondering what your thoughts were. Thanks. Bye. I can tell you that the GBI would most likely not charge Ryan Duke with Tara Grinstead's murder unless they had sufficient evidence against him. This family in the town of Osceola has waited too long for answers, and the GBI knows that. I am certain that they felt whatever evidence they had against him was strong, and that's why they charged him with her murder. As far as other people being involved, my personal opinion is yes. There is at least one more person involved, most likely in the act of covering it up. And just so you know, this is not based on my speculation. It's based on credible accounts from multiple sources that have told me the exact same story. I feel confident that the GBI will convict Ryan Duke, but I'm not so sure about anybody else involved. I guess we'll see soon. Hey guys, this is Karen from Nashville, Tennessee. I just wanted to call and say that you both have had me captivated from the very, very first episode. When I was listening to the GBI news conference, I kept waiting for them to say, we want to send a special thanks out to Payne. 
just wouldn't have happened without you. I hope you are just so proud of yourself. I think all of us want to kind of have a purpose in life and make a difference. And that's for sure, you absolutely have made a difference. You reignited the fire. You got people talking. You sparked interest. You can't tell me out of 12 years all of this happened and didn't have anything to do with your podcast. I'm very, very, very excited for you. And I, ha- I do have a bunch of questions, but I'm sure they're not unique to anyone else's. I'm eager to watch this thing unfold. I can't imagine this 20, 21-year-old kid pulls off this murder that if he hadn't come forward, probably wouldn't have been solved. So anyway, I'll be eagerly waiting for your next episode. Congratulations, guys. You did a great job. Thanks. I really appreciate that. The GBI did specifically thank the media in their press conference for not only keeping this case alive, but they also went on to say it played a huge role in the prosecution of Ryan Duke. I don't feel comfortable claiming any sort of credit for solving this. The GBI, as well as Maurice Godwin, have worked tirelessly for the past 12 years trying to solve this case. But I do feel like the podcast played a huge role in creating renewed interest in this case. And hopefully the spotlight from Up and Vanished contributed towards the tipster coming forward with new information. You know that science solves crimes. Forensic science is exciting, challenging, and most of all, rewarding work. But there is a shortage of qualified individuals in this field. Hi, I'm Terry with Loyola University of Maryland's Forensic Science Department. Loyola is one of the only colleges in the country offering advanced degrees in forensic pattern analysis and biological forensics. Our courses, taught by forensic experts, feature hands-on training and small class sizes. They are based on real crime scene and forensic examiner training programs to ensure you are ready to make a difference. Our programs are open to students from a variety of academic backgrounds because we believe everyone can contribute to solving crimes. So what are you waiting for? Discover the excitement of forensic science at Loyola University, Maryland. Visit loyola.edu forward slash forensic for more information. That's loyola.edu forward slash forensic because you are ready to make a difference. Join one of Loyola University, Maryland's forensic science programs today.